Welcome to Quotable, a female entrepreneur podcast, the show by and for female entrepreneurs who are building and running thriving, successful businesses while living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Alessandra Polina, owner of Quotable Media Co., a PR and media company. After more than 10 years building a PR agency, I've learned a lot about business and entrepreneurship, but the most valuable things have always come through conversation with other women who've been in it too. And I want to share all of them with you because we're stronger together. So fill your coffee cup up, sit back, and listen in. This episode is brought to you by Quotable Media Co.'s special visibility package for local businesses. Yes, we're mostly based in Boston, so local business to us means in and around the greater Boston area. This is for you. We've put together a special PR package for brick and mortar businesses specifically that want to build buzz and create conversation around their brand and business for a short period of time in a cost-effective way. This four-month package gets you access to all our connections with traditional mainstream media and Quotable Magazine and this podcast, as well as our local network of supportive female leaders. We'll set up articles, stories, appearances, and partnerships to get your brand to the forefront with opportunities like regular media articles, TV ops, influencer partnerships, podcast appearances, and more every single month throughout our time together and then content strategy consulting to tie everything together make sure you're amplifying it all taking it even further your marketing is all set for the whole month every time we're working together if you're interested in this click the link below in the show notes to set up a call and we can discuss figure out if it's a great fit for you and if you're not local but this is intriguing to you we have plenty of other options for working with us too so i'll include a link for the general call with me too so we could always discuss what makes the most sense for you this is just one option that we wanted to make sure that our local brands knew about and could take part in leading into the fall. Now onto the show. I'm so excited to have my dear friend and business owner, Janet Mesh, CEO and co-founder of Aimtal, who has been on this podcast once before a really long time ago. (laughs) And we decided to have her back um, because, well, you'll see why. But Janet, first of all, thank you so much for coming on here again. I'm so excited to have a conversation with you. Thanks, Alessandra. Yeah, thanks for inviting me back. I think it's been almost five years, maybe, right? Yeah. Or no, when I saw the podcast four years ago then. I think like four years, I was going to say, I don't know exactly. I can't imagine I've been doing this more than four years, but yeah, I think it was like probably a little over four years ago. And I think it was one of the very first episodes. Like I was like, okay, I want it. I started with like people that I kind of knew. And like, I was like, I had never done a podcast before, obviously. And so I was like, come be on my podcast. And we did. Yeah, that was a fun day. We like rented that co-working space. They invited us and work together. They invited us to the co-working space locally here in Boston. And um, we were like, yeah, let's do that. And we'll do that on the day that we're going to record this podcast because we were planning to do that. And it had terrible acoustics and I didn't know enough yet. At that point in time, learn, learn the first lesson. Get it. You had a mic though. We were using I brought, it. I the brought room was too spacious. Mic. Yeah. The room was like, we weren't like, hiding in the closet exactly and I think also well I don't know I thought maybe it had something to do with like we were both using the same microphone but I feel like that should be fine people do that I don't know I guess I still don't know much I'm like I didn't know anything back then but like I honestly still don't know like what I would have done yeah I know enough now to know not to like plan to record somewhere where you have not seen or been to the space and don't know anything about it yet because I at least now would be like okay this might not be good um yeah that was the only bad review we've ever gotten for the podcast which had nothing to do with you (laughs) nothing to do with Jenna as the guest but someone gave us a one-star review for the audio quality of that episode and constructive feedback (laughs) probably the meanest thing anyone's ever done to me in my life like keeping in mind this was like the (laughs) second or third episode ever of the podcast and I was like who like what why you know you made it when you have haters so there you go (laughs) oh true thanks thanks for looking at it that way well everyone should go down and leave a really good review for this episode too oh um, that's not why we invited you (laughs) but I feel like that can redeem me for that episode um but no I'm excited to have you back because just like so much has happened in your business since then and like I remember obviously like I already thought you were really cool back then and like it's not your business and I was like you're really cool I was like let's get drinks and you're like you're cool (laughs) like we're like I don't know 
can't pick up and then you're just uh yeah we're just like let's go get margaritas and the rest was history <laughs> yeah yeah i was gonna say that. i was like we had just met recently right or like mm-hmm. i think so and now like your business has exploded since then and oh, thank you um, yeah so i mean i just want to obviously let you start off with like sort of reintroducing yourself in the podcast i mean yourself in your business because I imagine a lot of people don't remember or never listened to that episode. Um, And also I imagine your introduction is pretty different probably than it would have been back then too. So let's start with that. Tell us what Intel is, what you're all about. And then, yeah, we kind of imagine this being like a, where is she now kind of episode. Right. Excited. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you. Um, So Intel, we're a integrated marketing and consulting agency and we specialize in um, business to business industry. So in in the technology space, a lot of our clients either have like a product or a platform. um, And then we come in and we're, um, you know, kind of analyzing everything, building their marketing strategy uh, a lot of time, like with their team or their their leadership team, um, and then helping execute that kind of across whatever we develop and what they're focusing at the time um, and into the future. So a lot of our clients, I wouldn't say like we have like, um, we're really like, I can think of part of the approach has always been like quality over quantity. So I know I've worked, I've worked at agencies historically, you have like, you know, 10 clients you're managing yourself and it's just pure chaos. But um, we really are, see ourselves as like an extension of our clients' teams and work really hand in hand with them. Like, uh, some of our clients have, we we work with them for like two to three plus years. One of, actually from the beginning of starting Aimtel, we still have one of our clients and it's a pretty notable brand. It's called Trello. So like we, we're still working with them in a variety of ways. Um, so yeah, it's been really exciting, you know, kind of a client, sorry, what do you say? I said, I feel like that's, that's pretty huge. I feel like everyone who listens to this yeah. podcast has heard of Trello. So yeah, that's pretty Yeah. Big. So if you like follow them on social, that's, um, the Aimtel team um has been running and managing their social for years um we do video content for them we used to do their blog but so that's that's kind of but we've kind of elevated and expanded a lot of what you know taking that integrated approach and really like helping to build out that like full funnel um marketing strategy and plan for clients so incorporating a lot of the demand gen lead generation into what we do um and the tactics to achieve that and really showing like the value and roi of marketing so that's a lot of like kind of how we've like expanded and shifted um what we do over the years so yeah it's been really fun (laughs) it's kind of it's definitely a lot and like of course with that like growing up the team like my background a lot of my backgrounds, like digital marketing, of course, with a, like specialty and like content and social media. Um, so it's been amazing, like build a team and kind of evolve our services to expand outside of that um, and kind of like leading the charge in these different areas. So, yeah, so we've been uh, almost, we're at five years of the business, probably when this, whoever's listening to this, it'll be five years of Aimtel, which is um, kind of crazy, honestly. Like, I think I say that I'm like, whoa, um, but yeah, it's just been, um, it's been definitely a lot, but it's been really exciting. And I think, um, you know, I'm proud to say like we've bootstrapped our company, like we've done it all ourselves, like my co-founder and I, David, and then our team. And um, I think just, you know, a matter of like focusing on that quality and that the, the relationship side with the people has really made a kind of, sounds kind of like cliche, but I really do feel like that's a bit of the differentiation of like how we've done so well over the years. Yeah. And there's so many things like there's so many pieces there that I want to talk about, but I feel like, um, I feel like a couple of things that seem like really interesting when I talk to you or like in seeing what you do is like, first of all, well, first of all, that you work mostly with like tech companies. Like, I feel like that's, I I feel like I know a lot of people who have, who do marketing, right. Or who have marketing agencies, but not that many who like are very like niched like that into the Mm -hmm. tech like you are and I feel like it sounds to me kind of complicated and like like a little bit like just a little different like you have to like really understand yeah. like different things in a different way than a lot of other people do so I feel like, like yeah especially like the products like the industry you definitely like can't really like yeah you definitely have to like understand that deeply and and like I feel like technology like those in tech like that audience like they they know if you're and what like you know there's like people there's kind of can be like criticism of like marketing speak for example mm-hmm. um so it's kind of like that extra layer of of marketing and writing and crafting um campaigns and content for that audience but it's a it's a cool challenge though 
uh, for sure. But yeah, definitely. I actually forgot to mention another important aspect of Aimtel, which is wild because it's a big part of like why we started the company is it is fully remote agency as well. So I think that's also really like a differentiator is like we, we, we were remote before the pandemic um, and like a lot of our, the way we work and like systems and processes and like tools and like how we work with clients is like all in the context of like working remotely as well. Yeah, I definitely want to touch on that more too, because I think that's really interesting and something that like is always, I'm always interested in hearing like how other companies are making that work behind the scenes. Like I think like, yeah, we all got kind of used to remote work to a certain extent with COVID, but Mm -hmm. I'm always wondering how other people are doing it and how people are doing it better and like of what systems and tools we should like be looking into or implementing, Um, especially I, I don't know. I just always feel like you've been doing it good, partly because you were like doing it before you had to. <laughs> so I feel like you didn't like jump into yeah. it the same way that. I feel like it's like the intention did. is a lot yeah. of it. It's like we're like, this is the only way. So it's like you have, like, it kind of forces you to make sure that things are like everyone's connected, can collaborate and communicate in the right places. And like being very clear of where those things happens is a lot, a big part of it. And like setting those expectations. Yeah. Well, so let's back up a little bit too, because I think last time we talked, you had. I don't remember. I mean, I think you had like a small team. I think there was maybe someone else, but like definitely. Yeah, not. it was, it was like contractors to start. Like I had a couple contractors, contractors yeah. back mm-hmm. then, but now, I mean, tell us like what, what that has looked like. Like, what does your team look like now? I guess just kind of, well, I know, I guess I want to dive more into like what, what that looks like now, but I guess first I just kind of want like the overview of like the journey, like this story. Cause usually I ask people like, how did you start? Well, you know what? Actually give us a super quick overview of how it's Okay. Like, yeah, I should I not be assuming that other people have <laughs> you were on here once four years ago. So give us a little overview. I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to start there. Like, how did you start the business? And then maybe focus a little more on like, yeah, that growth in the last four years or For whatever. Sure. Because we're kind of looking back on that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so it started, so we could take it back like before like 2018. Um, So my, I went to school for marketing communications and was like lucky enough, like I like have made my whole career out of marketing. Like I, my first job out of like school was in marketing. I mean, at internships and everything. Um, so I worked at an IT staffing and consulting firm and I really liked that's, I think where I first obviously got introduced to like the industry and I really did enjoy it and like the people and I learned a lot. I worked really closely with the sales team. I was like a marketing team of one. So I just had to like fully thrown into the deep end, figure out a lot. But I think that kind of like kind of probably sparked or aligned with like my early entrepreneurial spirit and just like having like full ownership and like being able to develop a lot of that. Um, and so it was also the time where like, so they implemented ERP systems, like really big technology platforms, like Oracle, PeopleSoft, um, SAP. And then that's like all during like the cloud revolution, like everyone migrating to the cloud. And like, that's kind of how like the trajectory has gone in the industry since from then to now. I mean, this is like almost 10 years ago, but so it was a really exciting time to like start in marketing and like how marketing, even just marketing. I mean, just think of like digital marketing, like people were just starting to use like LinkedIn for like business networking and like connection. So like a lot of this was just like perfect timing. Um, Anyways, and then so that company, they were acquired and it was like a good time for me. I was like, this is a good time for me. Like I wanted to like kind of figure out what I wanted to do next. So instead of like jumping right into like a new job, I actually traveled um, around South America um, for four months with my then boyfriend, who's now my husband. (laughs) Um, And um, we, so, but then I came back to Boston. I was like, I really want to be able to work remotely and be able to like really grow my marketing skills and get a, like a lot of experience. So I decided to go like agency side because I never been had never I had wanted to like when I, I remember in college I was like my dream is to work at like Arnold Worldwide like I wanted to work at like the big agencies and I'm really glad it didn't work out. I just created my own. <laughs> um, so. I just worked at a couple of different agencies, got a lot of experience, especially like the client side account management, um, deeper into digital marketing. And yeah, from there, I also um, simultaneously was like getting my own clients and like doing consulting moonlighting in addition to that. And that started to really like grow. And I mean, it's a great problem to have. Like it kind of just got to the point where I was like, I can't do all this on my own. And David and I always wanted to start, um, David's my co-founder, we always want to start like a remote company, but didn't hundred percent know exactly what it would be. He has a background in it architect 
architect and development and like also did like client services consulting. So we were like, it was kind of hit this point where I was like, okay, do we like, do we start an agency? Like, is this, this is the first business. And um, yeah, that's what we did actually. And um, we I give, always give credit to David. He's actually the one that came up with the name AIMTAL. So like, it means like AIM plus digital, the digital AIM, but it also kind of sounds like AIM high, AIM tall. So it's like kind of that high quality standard that we're always looking for and um, like delivering. So yeah, so that was in 2018 started with um, a couple of contractors um, to start. And then a couple of them actually then became full-time employees, like some of our first, first full-time employees, which is really exciting. Um, and then my like kind of freelancer clients became the first agency clients. And then from there, just, you know, really um, developing and figuring out what like our services are, how we could expand. And so like to this day, we're now a team of 20 with still a couple of contractors too, but um, yeah, I think in total, I think in total we're 20, <laughs> probably at the time of this recording, we'll definitely be 20 people. Um, and yeah, we have like a few different, it's kind of as evolved, but like we have kind of the departments, we have departments within the agency. So we had traditionally had like an account management like account manager role. Um, but over the years, we decided to like split that out into like integrated marketing strategy team. Um, that's when we kind of repositioned to taking like an integrated marketing approach um, and really have members of the team focus on like kind of like more of the strategy client relationship side of the, the role and the business and then the pro project management department. So we kind of split that out, have like two teams really focused working together on the client side with the rest of the team. Um, and then we have a creative team. So we have designers, video editors, motion designers. And then we also, um, we just kind of, this is actually a recent transition, but we developed a growth marketing department. So historically we had like content, SEO, digital marketing, demand generation, but now all those functions are like under one department to really be able to like offer that kind of again, that integrated approach, like looking across the full funnel, like a lot of that team has like very like cross-functional, similar skills. So it just made a lot of sense to bring them together as like a more unified department, um, which is really exciting. It gives everyone a lot more like kind of skill development opportunities, like growth opportunities. Um, so I'm excited to see how that evolves and just be able to like offer that like additional level of service to clients. So yeah, there's probably a lot more, <laughs> but that's kind of the like the 30,000 foot view of kind of where we were to, to like literally today. That is incredible. Um, I feel like that's even like I, every time I talk to you, even personally, I mean, I think I alluded to this, like we're, I feel like we're, we're like friends in real life. <laughs> like we are in touch. We, yeah, we're friends. I'll put it on the record 100%. <laughs> but you better be saying on the record, you're my friend. Cause I definitely think that <laughs> we're friends in real life listeners. Um, and even though we, we met through business, we met through business. Yeah. We'll get together to like hang out outside of business is what I'm trying to say. But like every time, like I'm saying, like, you know, we, it's not like it, it's been four years that we've done the podcast and I knew you and I was like, Hey, come back on it was like right we know each other and every time I talk to you you have like tremendous growth like I feel like what I was gonna I was gonna say like I feel like even last time we talked like you've hired several people since last time we've like really caught mm -hmm. up and even just like kind of the difference like as you said you kind of like developed a new department and like restructured how some of that looks like that's mm -hmm. also the last time I talked to you, I think. Like, yeah. you're just like always making big moves. And I think that's something that's like really interesting. And obviously like is partly or plays a role in and or is why you've grown so much in the last couple of years, even since we did do the episode. But like, how, how have you done that? Like, is there like, I know that's like, I mean, not on my own for sure. Definitely not on my own. Up, but like, that's incredible um, growth. I feel like it's like a combination of like things happening organically, but also like intentionally. I mean, I think my business partner and co-founder David, like a lot of it is like us together really wanting to like, I mean, when we came up with like thought of Aimtel too, it was in like mesh marketing or something like that. We really wanted to be like its own entity like its own like thing that anyone could like feel connected with to be part of and like its own brand you know it's like mm -hmm. not like just like my baby or like someone else's um so I think we're kind of always like thinking of it the business and the agency in 
that way where like it's in service to everyone who's involved not just to us so that I think kind of using that as like the guide of like decisions and like the growth I mean we don't have investors we don't have like a board I don't have you know I don't have some like like everything is bootstrapped like any profit we've ever made we just put back into the business to like be able to like make these decisions so in some ways I'm like I feel like I'm not even actually that far along because I know like there's other businesses that they just get all this cash from investors and they can just like make all these like quick decisions and like scale and grow but I think that's also kind of part of it is that we don't not that we don't want to scale and grow quickly and I think obviously like we you know from outside perspective it's cool to hear that we have (laughs) but it's more of like that like sustainable growth and like something that like you know I think I I don't know I think it's somewhere where we want people to like they can actually really make a career and like Mm -hmm. be with us long term and like really feel like they're like helping with all this and like participating and have have that ownership mindset and like can like achieve those outcomes with us um I don't know if I'm answering your question but that's kind of like Mm -hmm. how I see it where I feel like sometimes a lot of it is intentional but then other things aren't um, but I am excited to like start to build out more of like kind of what we're thinking of as like the next five years is like, what do we need to do to like build and scale um, and like further develop to be able to like support that next, the next five years. So that's kind of where we're looking to now of like bring in, and we're kind of at the point where we can like, you know, we're starting to attract people who have that experience or like in more of like a leadership and like they're interested in applying to roles and like they're excited about what we're doing and they want to like kind of, pr- so I'm excited about that because um, I I think I, I, I mean, I, we've done a lot and we like have like learned a lot and we know a lot, but there's also a lot of things I don't know or haven't done, mm-hmm. you know, and want to bring more minds and in, into, into the party pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like it has to be, I mean, there's definitely some part of it where you've kind of been like, okay, like, we need more help. I guess I feel like you've always been in like that sweet spot of like, when you needed more help, you also like could um, afford to burn on the help you needed. And right, exactly. People that you like needed in that moment. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like that's something people struggle with a lot. Like people are like, okay, like, you know, it's a lot of work for me. I can't do it all myself anymore, but they either like, can't like feel like they can't find, you know, the, the right help or don't know how, or they don't feel like they're, you know, making enough money, like bringing exactly. revenue yeah. to pay for somebody at the level that they need help for. And so, like, yeah, for sure. I mean, some of the roles are things that I've like, kind of what we're like doing now, like identified like two years ago, you know what I mean? Like a lot of mine, I'm like, oh, we need this person. And it's like, well, we're not in the position where we can bring that person in yet. And it took, you know, one to two years to get there. But that was always like that kind of like long-term goal to like work towards that and like be able to get there. Cause like, that'll take us to the next level but I find a lot of time my ideas that I have are actually like far in advance of when it's actually going to happen I think that's why for a lot of business owners we always have like no shortage of ideas it's just a matter Mm -hmm. of like prioritization and like when you're able to like when you can and like like you said if you have the capital for it or not or if you even have like the time and energy for it like there's a lot of factors for sure but I think at the end of the day it's like kind of I think one thing I kind of wrote down was like one of my lessons like reflecting on four to five years is like being really clear in the beginning of like what your mission and like the va- like core values of your company are. I think that's like foundational work that you always just like push off your to-do list. That's one thing we actually did early on and we have like seven core values and that I find like using that as like anchoring points of like, what are we doing? What do we want to achieve? And like having that common language within the agency and even to clients, like we like share our core values and like speak in them and like our mission, like our mission is like to help businesses grow, but then we take it like internally, it's like to help team members grow in their own careers, and, like develop those skills as well. And like have a career, like, you know, they're not about having to bounce around and there's no opportunity for them. Um, so I think kind of operating from that has definitely like give us a good central place to how to like make decisions and like where to go. Yeah, I love that. I think that that's something I've definitely seen you guys. Like I know a lot of people like say they have a mission and values and whatnot, but like I do see that come through in your marketing too. Like surprise, surprise, you're good at marketing <laughs> your company, but you yeah. know, like that's something I've really seen and I'm sure it helps draw people in, draw in the right people too, in terms of like working yeah. to be a part of your team. Maybe now's a good time to jump into a little so bit. So far, it's working. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, and even just like building out that remote um, 
like the remote first team like there is so much mm-hmm. to be said for that kind of team building and team work and like making that all work mm-hmm. and providing the kind oh, of yeah. service to clients that you need and want and expect so what about like I know you said that was something that you kind of always had said from the beginning you were going to do remote a remote company of some kind but like I don't mm-hmm. know what are some of the I feel like we that could be a whole conversation in itself but are there like a couple like tips or main thoughts on like how you've actually made that work so successfully yeah definitely I would say like a lot of it's like we're very process driven and like that's intentional like and then also like very clear on like processes well as like the systems and like the communication collaboration channels so like I literally have a so we use like a knowledge base for a lot of like documentation of our processes like that's one that's important and then so anyways my point of saying that is that like I have I literally wrote like a process doc like a guide that's like what do we use each channel or like tool for like the purpose of them so like we use slack for our you know kind of like day-to-day communication and like collaboration is needed we have a project management tool um where we do like all project tasks like management and like to-do lists and communication in there of like status of everything and then we have the knowledge the knowledge base where it's like documenting it's kind of like that like that how do we do the thing like where do we do it and like where do we talk them like where do we talk about it so I think getting really clear it doesn't really matter you can be tool agnostic it doesn't really it's up to you like what tools you want to use but I think being very clear to people like we communicate here like we don't like for example like internally we don't use email like to communicate with each other we use slack or like any other other tools like you're not gonna like talk about projects or things in email and um so I think that that's a really important part just be very clear from the beginning and like set those expectations with people um in your team and then also like as much as you can and I think that's like a hard the hardest thing but it's so important because um in terms of like documenting processes and like sharing that and like improving and updating them um because you can't just like turn around and like tell someone like they need kind of that place to jump off of of like how to follow things and like have that context we also do like I think you just have to be I keep coming down to the word intentional but it it really is like probably the most important one and like expectations um because like people want to know where they stand they want to know how they should like interact how they engage um so we do like some other like routines and rituals and like I would say definitely um like we have all hands meetings. I think you do something similar so like every Monday we have an all hands yeah like every Monday we have an all hands um we go over like the week ahead I pull a lot from like agile methodology so it's like you kind of think of it as like a a weekly sprint so like start the week what are the priorities across all the like accounts any company updates we actually also add it we added in which has been really fun just like on a culture side um we do like knowledge sharing sessions so like the second half of the meeting is like a team member or a group of people will like share something they learned or maybe they did something on the client side um they read something it can be whatever you want just like to share knowledge and like kind of bring people along and um pay that forward so that's been fun and really cool um and then it kind of comes back into like if you know new people join like they have access to that knowledge like it goes into our knowledge base um and then then on Fridays we have another all hands meeting so that it's but that one's actually more focused on just like kind of team bonding connection um so we actually change um the meeting lead every like so everyone in the agencies like has to like lead a meeting I mean there's 20 of us so it's like you're only going to do it once every 20 weeks it's not really that big I don't think it's that big a deal um because it's but it's a good I think it's a good opportunity for people to like leadership and like kind of presenting and like planning and like running a meeting and then we do like an activity so people do like we we do trivia we're a trivia crew so people like to do trivia or different things so I think really like kind of coming back to that like a trivia little mini game or something yeah yeah zoom has some actually you can do like some cool zoom games um there's like a bunch of stuff um but some of my team is like so creative I'm like well how did you come up with this idea like (laughs) yeah um yeah, so I think this in terms of that, and I think one of our core values is like uh, communicate clearly, and I think like, communication is like a really big piece of this too. Like, I pretty much say like if you think you're communicating too much, then it's probably just the right amount. 
like in the specific tools, um, like being visible and proactive. Um, so yeah, I don't know if that, that's like, a, I feel like there's obviously like a lot to it, but I feel like if I had to boil it down, that's like kind of like the core of it because you're not in the same room as people. So you, you do need to kind of, you really need to kind of plan it out more. Yeah. Um, then you, I don't think you can really like depend on it just happening organically. I think you really have to go in with that, that plan for things of how you want people to like work together and collaborate and communicate. And you do, um, you guys do like a once a year, like all. Yes. Oh yeah, we do. Yeah, we do a, it's called Intel Ascend and it's our annual like company retreat. So last year we went to Malaga, Spain. Um, the year before we went to Mexico, Gotcha. And actually, I just announced I just announced this so I get to my team. So when this comes out, they'll know. But we're gonna go to Montreal this year as well. Okay. Is that our next? Oh, we always try to go like a different country or like look city. But they all have to start with N. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. I actually did not realize. Maybe well, like, yeah. Where in Mexico? You just said Mexico. that's hilarious. Yeah. Real. Maybe they should. That's a good idea. Go like direction. I don't know where another one is. <laughs> That is awesome. So people still get a chance to like see meet each other and like hang out and yeah. build those like real strong mm-hmm. connections. And then when you're for sure, computer, it's... I think that's like an exactly. I think that's like another thing with like remote work is like you do need to like be intentional and like make sure you're like connecting people and like like and like. But it's not always. I think we hope like encourage people like we well, guys can meet too like on your own teams and like each team has their own like team meetings and stuff like that too. So um but to be honest I mean that's kind of what I like about remote work is that and like that style is like I I don't know how much people like I remember working I worked in an office and you just spend a lot of time in an office with coworkers, and it's just like I like when I wanted to I chat with, like my team and coworkers, but they're not like always next to me I guess like I don't know <laughs> A little more, yeah, a little more, like... I'm too extroverted. I, when I worked in an office, I, like, never stopped talking to people. I was, like, the one that was distracting everyone. We wouldn't get anything <laughs> done. We probably wouldn't be this far along, honestly. That's an interesting way to think about it. Yeah. Well, that's funny, because yeah. I was going to ask, or, like, one thing that I was thinking about when you were saying, like, that you've been really intentional about, about stuff, and that you kind of have thought and planned about, like, a couple years in advance with stuff, I was kind of thinking or wondering and almost asked, like do you feel like part of that is from living and working with like a co-founder? Like I always am interested by people who co-found the business together and like the conversations that you probably, that you, that you obviously have to have, but also Mm -hmm. like having someone there all the time to like talk things through. Like I feel like Mm -hmm. so much of that happens in my head and, or like just doesn't almost even happen as much because like there's so much else going on in my head. Right. (laughs) Very intentional to like have those conversations or thought processes like play. Oh, like make sure you're like communicating it forward. No, I mean like in terms of like plans and like intentional. Oh yeah. 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 Like if you're co like if you're working with someone else, you guys have to be vocalized on like your thoughts. Right. Right. For sure. Sort of like encouraging each other to like dream bigger. And like, like that's literally why I started this podcast was because I was like, I need to hear what other people are doing. Like, I don't even know what I don't know. For sure. For sure. I'm not even thinking to have. And if you're kind of like talking things through with a co-founder a lot, you might be like, yeah, we should do this. And then we should do that. And then like, you know, yeah. Agreed. Oh, and then like, why don't we do this? And why don't we do that? And you might be like, oh, you know, let's do that and then you make yeah it definitely it definitely has been an advantage for sure cannot deny that like having a co-founder and um yeah like being especially like I think as founders like um you can't I mean you really can't like always show up in the ways maybe that you need to like you're a leader so like you can't be like kind of like verbally processing to your team all the time like I have gone that before where people like wait what's going on and I'm like oh yeah I, I gotta like rein it in a little or maybe not share like all the things I'm thinking because then you know they're like well she doesn't know then who knows Mm. you know (laughs) and you're like right right." yeah (laughs) for sure I think but I also have like I mean that's how you and I connected I think just like communities like this or if you can find like masterminds or groups like other business owners especially like female business owners or maybe even not it doesn't always have to be female but like I think any time you can try to have like some consistency of like connecting with business owners and you can confide in going through like similar experiences or like have gone through them 
definitely has helped me a lot for sure and I also think it's like sometimes like sometimes I find I found like me my co-founder he wouldn't want to hear all the things I'm like trying to process through too you know like Mm -hmm. and so having like groups or friends or other business owner friends helps helps me a lot like I'm clearly a verbal processor so I need I need those outlets um but I think just like making sure they're in the right you're doing in the right places is important um yeah (laughs) yeah and I want to like ask too like when it went obviously it started out with just the two of you I mean I know you mentioned and like we said kind of you had some contractors on pretty early on too because you were like already kind of you were like mm-hmm. full from the beginning but what I'm most curious like if, what the difference or is from like like when you started hiring more people like I want to say like maybe once there were more than like four or five of you or something like maybe you had your first like key hires like I feel like mm-hmm. that's where a lot of people are like, I don't know what to do after that, or like might get kind of stuck in terms of like, you were kind of overseeing everything. You were kind of like in charge of all the client stuff. I mean, not to say I still you am <laughs> working on it. We're working on it. it. Seems like but yeah, the dynamic has changed to a certain extent once there's mm-hmm. like so many more people involved in the projects and everything else going on behind them. Oh, I mean, you really can't like physically like be on everything though. And like people don't like, they don't want you there. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's also one of those things. Right? It's like, yeah, like I think it's I a certain extent. It's like, yeah, it's like, I don't know, maybe like, I think that's kind of what I like, want to get to. It's like, you know, some of the best accounts are like, I'm, I'm at truly at a very like strategic guiding coaching level. um, And like on like kind of the negotiation side and like, advising like the strategy and the team and like how to like you know really like training like like showing them the way instead of like I I think I I have to work on it constantly because I just want to like jump in there and like get in there and do all the things and I still do that like that's that's a me problem um (laughs) but I think that like that's always kind yeah like kind of trying to build things like kind of almost like build myself out of the processes like that's how I kind of think about it it's like if this process that we're creating is like totally dependent on me or like someone else like then it's it's not the right thing so always kind of having that mindset I find is like um is like part of it but I'm I'm still yeah I'm still involved I think more than I want to be or should be on the client side but I mean at the end of the day like I am a marketer so I feel like and like that is like my I'm like oh I think that's it's like it feels like a hard thing to like give up like a lot of the business was built on like my direct relationship with clients and like what, like the strategies I came up with and like helping them grow their businesses. But I think a lot of it's just like kind of shifting to like really like um, training everyone else on the team to like really feel that. And like, and they do for sure. Like they're really like committed. And I think that's, you know, if you're working at Intel, like that's what the expectation is. It's not, you know, like that, that's what you're, we're in service to. Um, and like let it go to a certain extent. Or oh, like for sure. Have someone that, you know, you can trust enough to kind of be managing that stuff with clients. At for first. sure. Yeah. Step back. Exactly. Exactly. But we set up, I set up, I think that's where you can like kind of set up those like um check-ins and like accountability points like we always have we have like a weekly account management meetings we have like um we do I think that's what you know like our team like they do a really awesome job with like documentation keep communication keeping everyone informed like the information's there like everyone I'm always I am informed and like it but it was also structured that way so that I am informed and like that that kind of is like reporting up to and making sure that I'm looped in and showing up when like I need to like step in as an escalation point things like that mm-hmm. um how many so I think do you have right um, um we have um two uh, integrated marketing strategists and then a couple on like growth marketing team that um like do a little bit of like a hybrid of like focusing on that and then our project managers but to be honest like everyone in the agency and like the expectation is like everyone's client facing so like we also set up like our account teams as like a pod model that's like also from agile where like you have kind of like the experts on the team that the the client like the main points of contact are like the strategist and the project manager just so it's like more focused because it could be overwhelmed. You don't want to like the client doesn't want maybe want to talk to everyone, but they want the option to be able to talk to the designer, the content strategist, you know, the growth marketing lead, whatever. And analytics. I mean, but and then it also allows everyone to like have that level of context of the client. So like 
we allow them to be like in the Slack channel and like read all the notes and like kind of and stay informed and everyone does stay informed of the account as well. Um, so I think that helps too, because then it's just like, everyone really feels like connected and committed. I hope <laughs> So that's the, that's the goal. <laughs> yeah, no, I so I love that. Okay. Here's a totally random question. If you have an easy answer, just from what you just said, do you guys struggle with like having things pop up on Slack all the time? And then people are like distracted or looking at like something related to a client that they're not meant to be focusing on at that moment, but like, they want to stay informed with the conversation Probably. Yeah. I feel like that's like sometimes with like remote work, you don't have like totally the visibility of like how people are like managing like their day to day. Like how to kind of yeah. direct my team to be like, don't put something in Slack if you don't need an answer right now. Or like, yeah, be able to ignore it until you're thinking about yeah. the project. Don't feel like you need to go look at it immediately. And then you're pulled away from what you're doing. Like mm-hmm. the context switching is real. You always have the tips for like how to best utilize yeah them. i would say that kind of comes back to like creating like literally a document that's like you kind of have to create rules around that so yeah. it's like they're like these are when you're expected to respond immediately otherwise you're not expected to respond and then it's like also like if it's something that like you don't need someone to like look at until like they're next in line or like the next day or whatever like put it in Trello, put it in ClickUp, put it in your project management tool. If it's something that like is urgent and immediate and you need a response like within the next few days or like, sorry, for the next few hours by, or by end of day, like, like directed over in Slack. Um, I think that's kind of like how, yeah, thinking about it and and making sure so that like, yeah, sometimes Slack can like pop off a lot and it is distracting. I think it's also like kind of balancing with like the water cooler conversation. Like we have like specific channels by specific like like pretty much conversation topic so you can also like I mean I think probably some people might mute their channels and then like check in on if it's like more of the conversational ones but on the client side things like that so I think it is important to be pretty clear though around those things we also say to everyone like we're across six time zones so that's also a factor because and we kind of say to everyone like we like everyone works on their time zone but like we're kind of the operating on like eastern so you should and need to be available between like 12 p.m eastern to like 4 p.m eastern wherever you are so there's like an overlap of like working time but otherwise like you have to be really mindful of like someone's time zone and like see if like look at their slack status before they're like you're like messaging them or sending them a message um and like if it can wait like there's a scheduling feature like you could schedule it from when you know they're going to be online or or just like straight up say in the message like this is not urgent i don't need a response right now but just like popping it in here to get it off my own to-do list you know like think just communicating in those ways makes a difference because then people will be like oh my goodness drop everything like I got to focus on this. And I was like, no, 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 you're, you're good. I was just literally crossing things off my list. <laughs> yeah, no, I think we definitely run into that. Do you think, um, like, I feel like the other factor too, in terms of like being able to achieve quick, like, I know you keep saying it doesn't seem like that fast to you, but like pretty fast growth in turn, like up to this level, obviously also kind of comes down to having a great stream of like good clients that are interested in Mm -hmm. working with you because I know a lot of people are probably like yeah my business could grow that fast too if I had companies like Trello like coming to me for to be a client (laughs) and do you think that like um do you think first of all I guess that having like big name clients as like some of your first ones kind of helped bring in others because they're like oh wow if they're doing the marketing for Trello like they're obviously legit yeah I think definitely yeah Yeah. I think that brand awareness recognition goes a long way for sure um and, and also yeah. though, I mean I feel like one thing that you have always been really good at well I mean obviously it's like important for any like marketing agency but you've always like you're very like data driven or whatever as they say or like you're mm-hmm. I feel like very like some people are like hey we're doing your marketing like we're gonna send out an email and put up some social media posts and here are the analytics but you guys are literally like from what I've you know seen from what you guys do you're very like mm-hmm. Um, oh my god what's the word I'm looking for I want to say solutions oriented but that's not the yeah word. for sure Result. yeah I think that's yeah yeah like results oriented and and yeah we take like that, that integrated approach in like our yeah our process so it's like doing the research 
if you go to like our website and go to like under our menu like our process i actually have it like mapped out on the website um but it's like research strategy execution analysis and then optimization which then leads to like probably do some more research of like what's working what's not um and so yeah i think that's definitely had like following that process and like sticking to it and then like also communicating to clients like this is how we do things like our methodology mm-hmm. and like this is kind of what you can expect working with us but then you'll like see the results and like we'll be held accountable we'll hold you accountable um to achieving them um and I feel like definitely has really, like allowed us to do that you must have been really good at like keeping track of stuff from the very beginning because I feel like like I feel like you've always had really good like kind of case studies of like we grew this you know yeah we said like we yeah we always like set the benchmark correct yes like, oh gosh I feel mm-hmm. like some people don't even think to like track things sometimes from the very beginning and yeah how can you say exactly like how many dollars you made the, the client mm-hmm. but the fact that you guys can say that and do do that it's like a no-brainer for yeah and that's like you. the work we do to like set that up so like because like marketing that marketing attribution to like set it up in their crm and like the marketing automation system to like be able to prove that not everything that's not possible on every client but when it is we're like perfect because then like we can really show the value of what we're doing um and and then it's even better because it's like well you already made your money back on our services you know what I mean like yeah um but yeah whenever we go into a client we're always like the benchmark is like where are you now so we like jot all that down but then that's where we like that's in the research mode and then build on the strategy so it's like based on where you are this is where we can like take you and like this is the tactics to get there so um definitely advice to everyone is like go like even if you're just whatever you're doing if it's like email social whatever the numbers are to start and then you can like track that on a monthly quarterly six months annually depending on like how long the client's on for yeah and I feel like especially maybe with like tech brands they probably like really want to see that data and information but I feel like yeah for sure any industry like appreciate seeing that stuff oh for sure if I absolutely replicate that kind of results like that's a no-brainer to hire you because as you said you could be like (laughs) you see where you're making your money back and then yeah exactly yeah yeah Um, for sure I wanted to ask you like one thing I know that you've been that you're doing a lot and like I've seen you talk about a lot is like recently especially is not that we're like I yeah (laughs) I was gonna say not that not that we're like going into like but we are going into like what people could implement like I know obviously tech companies are a little different than you know maybe another kind of company or even somebody who's listening to this although obviously probably some tech founders are here too um but you've been talking a lot about like video specifically when it comes to um marketing strategy and plans and maybe has it skyrocketed, especially like from COVID times when people had to put like events online and things like that. And like mm-hmm. how now you're building in more, almost like building strategies around like video series and things like mm-hmm. that because the video is such a powerful piece of the marketing puzzle these days. So I thought we should touch on that a little bit. If somebody's like either, oh, that's something that I have never implemented for my clients if I have a marketing kind of agency or if somebody's like, that's something I should like be doing in my marketing and I never have. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think you can like think of it in two, like, I mean, there's a lot to it, but in terms of like, I think when people think of video, it's like, oh, so much, like a lot of like a lot of effort production wise. I think some of our clients, like they definitely have the budgets to like do some like high production, like video series, um, which we did like last year, which was really fun. But regardless of that, like, I think that it's like almost just like kind of get started and like, do like especially on like social channels like YouTube like they're really prioritizing and like promoting video content and they have been like it's always kind of been like the trend but like I really feel like over the past couple years like it's actually what makes the difference for clients and um obviously it's continues to kind of shift that like short form content but also like long-term like long-form content like people I mean everyone we like everyone's like oh everyone has a short attention span I'm like I don't know if that's totally true I think in some ways yes but I think it really comes down to the quality of the content and if you're actually writing making the right content for the audience then like they'll be engaged like they'll listen the whole thing or watch it like I I binge watch like Netflix series you know like everyone does it doesn't like that's not a short attention span that's like eight hours of your life (laughs) so like I think it's like kind of the same concept it just like kind of comes down to the quality of the content and like who you're creating it for um 
but yeah we're seeing it it definitely is um and it's just a way that we can kind of take that integrated approach because you're really investing in creating video series or content but then you can have that be repurposed into you know a blog post and then you got like both on the seo side if you have a youtube video and blog post it's just like it's literally one of the best tactics and then um you can take that video and clip it down into like shorter form content on reels and then you can have other social media like posts and then you can turn that into like an email marketing campaign um you can turn it into you know just like if you have a sales team like a lot of our clients like also have a sales team so like they use that in their only nurture or like educating like especially b2b consumers i mean it's any consumer like i always like read reviews or do my research before making a purchase and it's the same thing like consumers especially on the beauty like for us the b2b side like they do a lot of research like they want to find the video content they want to read stuff and they want to be pretty informed and feel pretty confident before they like make a decision or like go to sales and like have those conversations to then want to purchase so that's where a lot of like we're, we're thinking through it's like what do we need to create to like convince them um to get to that conversion point so, and video is definitely one of the top ways to do that. Yeah. I feel like it's something that just feels a little daunting to people because it's like, totally how to make a video or like, you know. If yeah. And that's the thing is like, kind of, it definitely is. a Yeah. It definitely is a lot of work. I'm not going to lie. Even like the short form stuff, but that's where I think like, if you really focus on like what the concept or the content is and like that first, then you can turn it into like, kind of like a repeatable series or something um kind of almost templatize it we're doing that for aim talk actually we like i creating with my team um called marketing in a minute so it's like these short form videos under one minute of like and i like took the like i literally took the script created the script from like existing blog content and then we just turn into videos and then social posts and like promoting it and have some other like ideas of how to like repurpose the content in the future but um yeah i think it's just a matter of like what you were saying before, like you have the team and the resources and to like kind of focus on that, but creating it as like, I think it's sometimes it's just, you have to get started. <laughs> That's the hardest thing. Oh, totally. As in anything, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, look at you, you're uh, like your podcast four years later. Like if you just kept pushing it off, you could have been four years from now being like, I, I want to do the podcast. Sure, but it's like, right. actually four years later, you have like a hundred, what, hundred, hundreds, hundreds of episodes. <laughs> yeah. I think we're on like a hundred and 40 mm -hmm. or something right now mm -hmm. which I don't know I guess after years it almost seems like there should be more than that but <laughs> no that's a lot <laughs> too. no but and I I remember when I before I started like I was listening to a podcast and they were like the best time to have started your podcast is a year ago but the next best time is like right now <laughs> because exactly. like and and I was like okay yeah that's true like because I was already feeling like mm -hmm. I was like too late to start one back then right now I'm like yeah I'm so glad I started back then because honestly too it takes mm -hmm. like a while to get it going you know it takes a while to get oh for sure and build the moment and that's the thing I think that like sometimes it's hard because like companies want to see those I mean like everyone wants to see that immediate result right. and like that's what's hard about marketing and like proving that it's like it does take time like it's kind of an investment in your future and it'll just only compound over time um and you you just may not see that immediate change I think that's also just applies to a business in general it's like putting in a lot of effort and you just may not see it right away like it just requires so much patience and that's probably one of the hardest things yes yeah, so true actually that's a great question so I kind of like shifted gears with like give us a marketing <laughs> tip there but <laughs> is there anything else from like your journey from like the last four years or so um hmm. that we didn't like touch on or that we should have like you think stands out as something to mention before we wrap it up um let's see yeah I think like well I actually kind of already touched on one but of just like kind of like what are those like foundational like processes systems like your core values I think and like kind of what you you stand for and what you want your like the you know the team to represent and like kind of getting very I think getting very clear on that and being very specific uh definitely is the advice I would give and um you know, finding the people that can like support you and also like support that vision and mission. Like you don't, I think I say this like, I'm, it's not for everyone and that's totally okay. You know, it's like all about attracting those who like really identify and like connect with that because there's, I think there's only a level you can kind of convince on the client side, team side, 
Um, right. But you I think getting, yeah. want to be a part of what you're building and you don't yeah, want exactly. building mm-hmm. just to like appease someone else who's right. on your team or whatever. And then it's not what you even like wanted your company to be. So that's a great Right. Point. Right. So I think kind of like staying true to that, because it, it's, it, you can totally lose that kind of sight of that vision or like, why are we doing this? What are we, what are we working towards? Mm-hmm. So it, I, like I said, it can always be the stuff. And I think it does need to be looked at. Like we added in a couple, we have started with like five core values and now we have seven. So we've added two over the past few years. Um, the, the newest ones were find a solution and collaborate with intention. So I think that things kind of evolve or they become more of what you want it to be. And like, that's great. Um, but that kind of foundational side of it um, is really important to focus on and get very clear on and, and kind of, um, what's the word, like hold your ground on, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know how groundbreaking that is, but I think, yeah. I don't know, I think all like the kind of the business stuff, it's like, it's not always like the most like sexy yeah, stuff. Groundbreaking. <laughs> it's just like so yeah hear it from someone who's done it and who's doing it like literally like that's what I love when people say is like hey there was no like secret sauce like it's just like yeah. the basics like that's what people say a lot or like right I mean it's also consistency like, like you definitely need to I think if anyone's like I want to start a business I'd be like are you committed to do this for like five to ten years right exactly yeah because like that's what it's gonna be like regardless of how it however whatever your vision is or how like you're gonna be like in it like yeah like are you are you committed to having a five to ten year relationship (laughs) like with something (sighs) indicating a lot of the time yeah true also yeah so um what's for the next like four years since we kind of caught up on on the next four that's a good one um yeah I'm excited because we're we're looking to build um a leadership team like more like that kind of now that we're like kind of how where we where we're at like we can invest in like bringing people with like more experience so we're building out um like a director level within the agency um on like kind of the client side but also internally like we've hired in the past year director of people operations so really taking like our mission like externally and internally and like building and like developing and improving maintaining um all that structure and the people to support that and like lead that so I'm really excited about that honestly and that will also free me free me up to like I like I said like I am a marketer like I really enjoy doing stuff like this like doing our own marketing and sales and um I'm excited about that because it will really like free me up more to like focus there um and I no shortage of ideas as we mentioned so I'm excited about like what that will evolve too is like I just want to have more time to do like our own marketing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that that's what I'm excited about. I think those are some of the like kind of the big things, and just yeah, I mean, I just think just continue to like provide exceptional like services and solutions to our clients, and um, and just like I mentioned, like helping having people like grow grow and develop their careers. Like I get really excited when people are like promoted and growing learn new skills but then it, like you see it on like their like personal life they're like buying houses or they're moving and they're getting married or having kids I don't know whatever their personal goals are like that they get to achieve that while working here I think is really exciting too so it's all cool to see it all how it all manifests I guess yeah I know I don't it's like funny because it's like I don't have this like very specific 100% thing but there's like you know a few few things and as I mentioned in the beginning it's like kind of that balance between like the intentional to organic growth yeah yeah you gotta let things flow a little too what do you do like sorry I just thought of one other (laughs) I do feel like you've like you've like grown and you like always just see like seem like you know what to do like I know you don't know but like you do take steps like is there something you do or you turn to if you're like hey I know I need to like maybe hire this kind of new kind of role but I don't even know where to look or like like no I need to implement this new thing because we have this like issue I want to solve I don't know is there like books or certain like certain Mm -hmm. sources or places or people or like what do you do if you're like hey I need to figure out like a solution to this thing that I've never run into before um, I think one part is that we already touched on is like talking it out, like with people I trust and like my co-founder or members of my team or like you or like other people who have been like my mastermind groups. Like, I think that's a big part of it, to be honest. Um, but then, yeah, I read, I wouldn't say like follow like a specific, like 
book or like methodology I think I like consume a lot of different things and then kind of make it my own so something like I I have a subscription to like Harvard Business Review like I love their content they have like great articles and videos I thought I feel like I follow a lot of like other kind of like business coaches or like operations ones um like one book I really like I've read historically is um called um clockwork like run with clockwork that's a good one of like how to process these systems I'm reading one right now called the sabbatical method that one's good she's she's oh an agency owner I, I literally interviewed her for this podcast oh did you oh my god amazing oh. I'm so excited to listen to that episode because <laughs> I think it's she, that's really yeah um it's really good um so I'm actually reading that right now that's so funny um yeah we're gonna just come out before like that episode is probably oh cool amazing <laughs> listen to her episode if you haven't yet um probably said way more things than I did to be honest because she has like a whole framework but um and then the book too so if you haven't you haven't seen that yet people should should try to get that um I'm trying to think of some other ones I mean I've there's like there's a few other like leadership books I read um you can send them to me later we can put them in the show notes yeah I feel like I just honestly like things that just like pique my interest as I go like I watch a lot of videos like listen to podcasts occasionally um and I don't know I just I think it's just like a matter of like consuming a lot of information then I kind of like process it and then pick out to be honest like what I like the most like I'm not like I have to follow this directly as it was I think maybe in some ways you need to but in other things like even talked about like agile methodology like feel like we like picked what we liked from what we liked from it and like what was the aim to away so um that's kind of my approach to be honest I'm just like always kind of learning and consuming and just seeing how other things and just researching like I definitely like identify as like a like, researcher like researching and then like synthesizing and creating yeah. and processes yeah go all in on and like stick to like because <laughs> a lot of people like consume a lot of content and then like change things around in their business all the time based on like what they've heard or seen anything I mean not to say that like you don't ever change your systems but like you kind of figure out what works and you like right right and make it well I think when you have a bigger when you have a team you have to be kind of careful too how much you're changing because then people are just like everything's always changing I can't keep up and it's really exhausting so you have to be kind of think like that's you have to be a little mindful about as well and like that that's what I was saying like sometimes I see things that I'm like I figured out the solution like two years ago, but we weren't like ready for it or things like that or a year ago or six months. And it's like, just because I came up with the idea right then doesn't mean that it's time. And that's a hard thing to kind of always kind of have the self-awareness of. I love that. That's a good Yeah. I know. I'll have to think of more. Yeah. I don't know. I guess maybe I should, I need to share more on social and stuff too, of things I'm consuming. That'll probably help. I'm super interested because I'm always like, where did you come up with this idea? Like, how did you know about this thing? Like, like you are my person. I feel like whenever I have like something I need to figure out or like, like I literally remember when I first started hiring more people, I was like, Janet, what do you do? Like, what is your process to make sure it's a really Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Oh yeah. The onboarding training one we talked about. That was cool. Yeah. yeah. My entire onboarding. Well, that was great too. Yeah. like it's documented like I can just explain like maybe you want to do something different but like at least you know I kind of have a little bit of framework so yeah yeah Yeah, exactly my person so I was curious yeah yeah I think the final I mean that's kind of just I think I'm always just wanting to learn and like I think that's also kind of where I see it's like I want to bring in people on the team and in the business that I can also learn from and not feel like um I always have the answer you know like I I actually really enjoy when I don't have when I say like on a call like I don't know Like, I don't know the answer to the bill. Let's figure it out. Like, I think it's a mindset. Like, let's find a solution. Let's figure out what this is. Like, I don't know, but I know I have some ideas and let's see what happens. And that's the, that's what motivates me. So. I love it. Any um, last word of advice to other business owners? I think that's kind of what it would be. It's just kind of, yeah, like always kind of like learning, but also like, you know, balancing that with just we didn't even this will have to be a future one but like figuring out what your ways are of like how you work and like kind of taking care of yourself and think that kind of like intentional sustainable growth is important because you can push really hard and you want a lot of things and I've done that like I've you know like I just gotta do it do it it's like what am I why like kind of questioning that and just planning things out and realizing as I said like just because you have an idea now or something that you want maybe the patience will help and it'll, it'll eventually work out 
Thank you so much. Tell people. Thanks, Alessandra. Yeah. Connect with you and where can they find like you and or Amtel if they Amtel if they want to. Yeah. I think definitely go to our website, amtel.com, A-I-M-T-A-L.com. Um, and follow us on um social. Definitely, I think I'm excited. Like I we're active on all channels, of course, but I'm I'm definitely excited about what we're creating, as I mentioned, with our YouTube shorts, um, with our marketing a minute series. So definitely check that out. Um, and then of course you can connect with me on LinkedIn as well. Um, and yeah, that's kind of all I have for now, but I think we're always kind of putting out things there and can kind of follow our journey and what's happening on, on there. Cool. Yeah. Highly recommend. Thank you so much for coming on and doing this with me again. Yeah. Thank you, Alessandra. Appreciate it. Thanks everyone for listening. Thanks so much for listening. For more information, check out the show notes or find us on Instagram at Quotable Media Co. and at Quotable Magazine. If you loved this episode, please consider sharing it. Take a screenshot right now and post it to your stories and don't forget to tag us so we can reshare. We love to see which episodes are resonating with you. Also, if you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening right now. It means the world to me to see those. Also, don't be shy to get in touch with me or anyone you've heard on this show. We're all about connecting and our Instagram handles and contact links are always in the show notes and also online at quotablemediaco.com slash podcast. Talk to you soon.